Today's episode is brought to you by FRW Studios, a damn fine design studio as fresh and authentic as the beer you brew. FRW Studios has created killer can designs for dozens of brewers we love, including the Lost Abbey, the Hop Concept, Port Brewing, and so many other craft favorites. Creative director Julie White has happened to design the 15th anniversary Stone Brewings book, as well as over 20 books for the Brewers Association. In fact, the Brewers Association says Julie is authentic, creative, reliable, and hands down one of the best graphic designers they've worked with. So send them your brand and they'll send you back an original design that fits it or takes it to the next level, if that's what you're into. Hop on over to unitedwedrink.com slash FRW Studios to see what the buzz is about. And while you're at it, download FRW's Crash Course in Branding for tips and tricks of the trade. Everyone who downloads the PDF will automatically qualify for a chance to win a custom design for your next project. Now that's something to drink about. You make the beer taste good. FRW Studios makes it look good. The opinions and statements in this podcast do not represent those of the hosts, employers, co-workers, family, or imaginary friends. Now enjoy the show. Because there aren't enough beer podcasts in the world, welcome to United We Drink. Welcome back, everybody, once again to another mini-episode of United We Drink, right here on unitedwedrink.com. I am joined... By my typical co-host, Joel, Phil, we're all back here once again. If you haven't checked out last week's main episode where we talked about brewery safety, please go over and do so on our website or any of those major podcasting apps like Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, iHeartMusic, any of those where you can listen to us. Before we jump into some Q&A here, uh, is there anything that anyone maybe forgot to bring up on uh, the last main episode when talking about safety that maybe you wanted to rehash something real quick? I think we covered everything pretty well. Don't forget to, you can always get free resources from uh, the Brewers Association. Some interesting stuff there about safety planning. And uh, like I said, just have a safety plan going in. If you don't have one, start one. Take care of yourself. Take care of your people. Take care of your guests. And uh, stay safe out there. I can say that a brewery safety planner was not a good Halloween costume idea. Um, A lot of the (laughs) houses I took my kid to this past week did not really understand why I was wearing safety goggles, steel-toed boots, long jeans. It, It didn't translate. So but dumb it down for people. Just put safety goggles on them. But I bet everybody thought the forklift doing donuts down the street with all the kids was cool. Oh, it was amazing. Phil, those people weren't woke. We have a couple questions on Q&A uh, this week. Just to let you know, if you have a question for the show, there's many ways that you can submit a question. Easiest, just go over to unitedwedrink.com contact and fill out the contact form and send us your question. You can DM us or tweet at us on Twitter. You can DM us on Facebook or Instagram as well. And uh, we'll possibly read your questions on the, the sh- a future episode of uh, the show. So first off, we have from friend of the show, Ozzy, over on Instagram. He sent this one over for us. 
I have a question about cooler space and how I can help as a consumer. I buy a lot of beer from a military base, and recently they are starting to get a better selection of quality craft beers. Unfortunately, none of it is cold, except for some Hialai. How can I help you guys in the battle for cooler space? Should I talk to a manager? Keep buying all the Hialai so the manager might realize that good stuff sells when it's cold? Yes, please. <laughs> and maybe they will put more craft beers in the cooler? Joel, we'll start off with you. Well, definitely don't be a Karen who wants to speak to the manager. And, you know, just talk to uh, whoever's there and just say, hey... I like what you guys are doing. I am buying the stuff from the cooler because, you know, it's important that the stuff is kept cold. And, you know, you don't want to go into someone's business and try to tell them how to run things. However, I think it is important to let them know, hey, you appreciate the cold storage and you're going to continue to support it. And hopefully uh, they, you know, take heart and or take that to heart. And, you know, I, 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 c I couldn't speak for a military base. I've never been on one aside from, you know, a couple of air shows back in Chicago. Um, I, I, I've never been a consumer on a, a, a military base, uh, so I don't really know how it works there. But I have to imagine there's a lot of macro going on there, and uh, uh, I, I assume Kraft really struggles there, but uh, it's great to hear that he's drinking it. And yeah, like I said, just talk to him. Let him know, you know, this is what you're drinking and why, and hopefully uh, they either expand that cooler or at least, you know, keep the good stuff cold. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know uh, all of the details of being on a military base and how their stores work as opposed to uh, like private sector. But the thing that I've always been told with stuff like that is like ask ask for the beer buyer or ask for a manager and just and yeah, don't don't be demanding about it. But just say like, hey, uh, I, I think it would be awesome if you could keep some stuff like this in the cold storage, maybe even make it seem like it would be an awesome convenience to you by being like hey if it's if it's cold i can take it home right away and and have one i don't have to chill it down and and wait maybe something like that could help but like don't be super aggressive uh that that's what i think the the sales folks uh their their jobs are are to do that phil might completely hate that i said that but uh, i i think that being a being a concerned consumer is a good thing yeah just uh, I would say talk talk to someone and see what you can do. Maybe chip away at the armor a little bit. Getting into these locations is not the easiest. It, it, first of all, as a pedestrian, you don't have access to them unless you have clearance to go into the actual base, to go into the actual store. So that said, typically they're managed by your wholesaler. Mike and Joel both pointed out, well, Joel said, don't be Karen, and then Mike said, do be Karen. And I'm actually just saying, talk to the beverage manager, talk to the buyer, find a manager. Uh, maybe it's just one store manager. It depends on how large the base is. Ask them for more. Like, hey, you know, I I think you guys would sell more of Brand X if it was cold. Craft beer is not pasteurized typically. Uh, it would do better in the cold box. Um, Joel's probably right there's a lot of domestic and uh and, and fighting for space is particularly in the cold box and these in these stores so even if you can't it for your sake in particular ozzy i would say hey is there any way the next time you get this brand in can you just toss a case in the cooler behind and i'll be more than happy to buy your six packs out of that or just continue to ask for space i, I don't know if there's planograms 
if we are going to get into space and arguing for space, one thing that you can always sort of point out is more than likely there are margins for profitability, even though they're so somewhat discounted because you're on a base, are still probably higher with craft beer than they would be with domestic. And so the store itself would bring in more profit margin if they did have cold beer specifically craft beer that we're talking about right now to increase their rings. So increased rings at an increased profit means more money in their till at the end of the day. Some locations just don't care. And and I do know that when we go into Army, Air Force, Navy, military bases in particular, it's challenging. And, and typically you're getting dry space to do displays or or ad features or things of that nature. And we're really lucky that we have a good relationship across the board with that. But they are, they're, they're pretty challenging to get into. You can put requests in, have that store manager ask their wholesaler if they can get that product in to the base. Of it, it, honestly, treat it like your large grocer at the end of the day. If you really want to see something at your large grocer, Go to the customer service stand. If you want to see it at your larger liquor store or even your small liquor store, go to the go to the register and ask someone and say, hey, I'm really looking for this beer in particular or this beverage in particular. Can you please order it on your next order and go that direction? Nice. The second question we have here is from friend of the show, Ed Roberts, and he asks, who do you think wins the World Series? So this episode is recorded a few days before we release it. We release it as actually many uh, days Mike, before we release it. Mike, let's not dance around it. The World Series is, is, is well over. over. <laughs> <laughs> so. We're recording this. The World Series is almost over. But Ed, we'll give you our World Series projections if you really need them. My projection is the Bowling Green Hot Rods. I'm going with the Auburn Double Days. Without a doubt, it's going to be the Kenosha Kickers. Take it to the bank. There you go, Ed. Four days after the World Series ends. Or more. (laughs) So that does it for our Q&A this week. Uh, Once again, if you have a question, send them over to us, and we'll uh, read them on a future episode and answer it, hopefully. Obviously, we're doing sports uh, questions as well now, so feel free to send anything. Be time-sensitive. You know. Please. Uh, we are now at recommendation time, where we're all going to give a little bit of a recommendation on something that we think that you should check out. I'll start things off with this one. I'm going to recommend something that Joel recommended to me. It is the book called Catching the Big Fish by David Lynch. It is Meditation, Consciousness, and Creativity. It is a super easy read. I read it in probably about two, two and a half hours. If you know David Lynch, the acclaimed writer and director, and you're familiar with him, it is kind of weird just like him, but it's also really cool uh, as well. I've never been interested in meditation before, but it makes me kind of interested in it because I'm always looking for new interesting ways to expand my creative mind, and he claims that it is super important to his creativity after doing it for 35 plus years. So it's it's a ridiculously easy read. Um, there is some chapters that are three sentences long. I, I recommend it uh, wholeheartedly. Phil, what do you recommend? 
This week I'm going to recommend a Netflix show, or at least that's where I found it. It's called Living With Yourself. It has Paul Rudd in it, and it's actually about Paul Rudd trying to get a leg up on competition and ends up cloning himself, but inadvertently he doesn't, he doesn't yeah, realize he, he doesn't did. he doesn't realize he's actually cloning himself and, and it's not paul rudd to... but it, it's his character well it's paul he's not playing I mean, paul rudd well, I mean, paul rudd is always playing paul rudd <laughs> it's like ben I stiller this was my time to talk without any interruption <laughs> that's last Jesus calls Christ. Oh, fuck. <laughs> whatever anyways paul rudd doesn't realize that he's cloned himself and he actually has to live with himself and it's funny. It 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 really it it was a good show. Um, I I truly enjoyed it. It was a quick watch, and it was only a handful of episodes. I highly recommend it. Joel, I have to recommend two things only because I'm that excited about both of them. Number one, Watchmen on HBO. Is it good, dude? Like, it, it's going to be on in about twenty minutes, so I want us to wrap this up, and I'll be quick. Right. <laughs> but man, uh, first episode blew me away. You know. I never kept up with, like, the new series they dropped, the comics, the Doomsday Clock, whatever it was, but now it makes me want to go back and see what they did. I was trying to be a purist and be like, like, you know, the movie wasn't great. It had its moments. It definitely, you know, it was great to see, you know, all these prolific frames from the comic in the movie, but overall, not a great movie. Totally screwed up the ending, but man, this show is on another level, and it's it's nuts. I can't wait to uh, watch it again. Also, thank you to everyone who recommended... Buxton Hall for barbecue in Asheville. Oh my God. We were at uh, Wicked Weed talking to the bartender. We were just telling him, hey, we're going to go over here and, you know, any recommendations? He actually recommended the chicken sandwich. Oh my God. So fuck all this Popeyes, Chick fil A, chicken sandwich war. The fried chicken sandwich at Buxton Hall, which we, my boss and I split as like an appetizer. The greatest chicken sandwich you will ever have in your life. It is light and flaky, like uh, like almost like a like a piece of fried fish from like fish and chips. Unbelievable! It's got some sauce on it. I don't even know what it is. Cheese, pickles. It's it's unbelievable. Like I even went on YouTube just to watch a video of it. <laughs> um, there's a video that they just show the chicken sandwich. It's like a minute long. It's glorious. Um, Are they absolutely. playing uh, video games at the same time? What? Are they play? Are you watching a video of people playing video games while also eating a chicken sandwich? I might become a YouTuber who just goes to Asheville and records himself eating this chicken sandwich, <laughs> and like I'll be like a food critic, but I'll just keep going back and eating the same thing at the same place every time. <laughs> this week we're reviewing the Buxton Hall chicken sandwich again. Sounds riveting. Actually, I would watch and subscribe. Would you like? Sometimes. <laughs> Uh, one quick question, Joel. Is there a whole lot of blue dick in uh, Watchmen? I uh, haven't seen any yet. Fingers crossed. Um, <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't a whole lot in the movie either. I don't know why everyone... It, it, it was not big. <laughs> this was average. But, um, in fact, I mean, it was, it was kind of sad, honestly. Well, uh, also, we have our Spotify playlist. Some fucking segue there. Uh, <laughs> Blue Dick <week>. Spotify playlist. <laughs> Mike, what's going on the Spotify playlist this week? <laughs> I am going to do not what you guys probably thought I was going to do. You probably thought I was going to do some uh, hardcore, metalcore, tech metal stuff. Screamo. Yeah, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do what you thought I was going to do. Uh, I'm going to do some instrumental driving music. Like, 
instrumental stuff that I love to listen to when I'm just driving. So you can expect to hear some Godspeed You Black Emperor, uh, some This Will Destroy You, some Pelican, uh, some Mono. It's going to be a long playlist because all of these songs are super long in in composition. But uh, I'll stick to the 10 songs there, but it'll probably be two hours long of a playlist. If you haven't heard already and know about this, we are doing the Spotify playlists every other week. If you go to unitedwedrink.com slash Spotify and you're a Spotify subscriber, you can follow the United We Drink account and you can follow our playlist. Up there right now, we have Joel's first playlist, which was movie soundtrack songs. Phil's playlist from two epis- uh, one mini episode ago uh, with some indie hip hop on that. And uh, it's going to be, it's a fun little thing that we're really enjoying doing. So if you want to hear what we like listening to, uh, why don't you go check it out and subscribe to it? Any, any final thoughts from anybody here before we sign off of this episode? Can't wait to talk about seltzers next week, guys. <laughs> I can wait. In the meantime, make sure that you guys check out our social media. We are at United We Drink on Twitter, at United We Drink Pod on Instagram. Our website is unitedwedrink.com, and you can listen to this podcast on any of the major streaming services. Buy a shirt, buy a button, buy a pin, unitedwedrink.com slash store. For Joel and Phil, my name's Mike. We'll see you next week to talk about responsible consumption. Peace. Peace out. Cheers. Excuse me, edit that one out.